Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live.
Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Intercessor Prayer. This is Sister Lucia. Amen. Hold on one second. Amen. 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 Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Intercessor Prayer. This is
to Lashana. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Say that again. I said, would you mind opening us up in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Heavenly Father, I repented just a little bit ago, but between that time and right now, I could have made a mistake. I could have read something in the chat room that wasn't pleasing to you, nor to me. And for that, I ask you to forgive me. Watch me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> Father, we gather here tonight under the umbrella of the Holy Spirit, asking you, Father, that you would bring those by the leading of the Holy Spirit to come tonight and hear from your throne room. Father, we're ever so grateful that you are here and your presence is in the midst of your people tonight. Father, someone came for a word. Someone needs lifted up, Father. Someone is down and depressed, and they need a fresh word tonight. And Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that their prayer will be answered tonight under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Sweep over this ministry and this prayer call tonight in the name of Jesus and do what you do great because great is our God in the midst of us tonight. Father, set your people free by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Father, once again, rest in this resting place tonight and hear Thus saith the Lord with your people, we give you the glory, we give you the honor and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen, amen. Good evening again. Welcome to those that are just joining us. Welcome to Monday Night Bible Study Ancestry Prayer. Uh, this is Sister Lashana. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Tonight we are con- Still on our study of fasting. So, I hope for those who have joined us early, earlier, said last week, uh, some things uh, I did go over, and if you need to recap, uh, I probably will do it later on. It's probably in the next two studies to catch everybody up if you were not here on last week. Um, also, uh, we do have a study guide. So, it's on our Simple Word Ministry pages. Uh, I will reload it again tonight as well. So for those who are wanting to follow the study in your off time, we do have a resource that can help you with this. Because again, uh, as the title as it goes, we're going back to basics. We are learning because you know what? There are some things that won't come out but through prayer and fasting. Amen? Um, amen. I'm going to open up the line right now for your uh, testimonies and your praise reports. Well, I tell you, we had an awesome time today on the Prophet's Corner. God really ministered to his people. And so I was 
debating about going out today after the prayer call. And I felt in my spirit the Lord said rest. And so I didn't go anywhere today. But I did go on a date with my wife in the apartment. And we sat here and we prayed and we watched TV together. And so I want to thank the Lord for my lovely wife, my lover of my my spirit man, and the natural too. I want to thank God because we held hands on the couch and we talked and everything. But I had some quiet time with Gina today. And boy, that that was really great because I'm nine times out of ten, I go out and I minister and pray for the sick and the afflicted. But I just felt like after the service today, God said, just rest in me. And so that's what we did today. I praise God for the fellowship my wife and I had. God bless. Amen, amen. The line is now open for your testimonies and your praise support. Amen. Well, uh, also, just keep in mind, of course, I'm just getting in uh, back in from uh, from Eastern Arkansas. So those who have inboxed me, thank you so much for inboxing me about, guess what, September 2017, Simple Merch Ministry in Canada. So I'm truly, truly excited. Um, I'm like I said, I'm just truly excited. Amen. So right as of right now, uh, I will repost the uh, Simple Words Ministry link so you can fill out that form. Again, we have a cutoff date to make sure that we have that our host, uh, host, host will know who's coming and accommodating. Also, I'm getting in once again. We'll have pricing for airline tickets. Uh, we'll work on that as well. So. Some words, so some words need. Let's get ready for our our celebration in September. Amen. Uh, also, Monday night, um, because we're having the study on fasting. I know you might have break yourself. So, for those who are wanting to participate on Monday, but can can anybody hear me? I might hit the wrong button. Okay. For those who want to participate on Monday nights, please inbox me on Facebook or um, contact Pastor Marine because I know we're going through fasting, but they're always we're also using as a platform for those who can grow in ministry. So if you are willing to participate in any form of fasting on Monday night, please let me know, and I will be awesomely glad about it. Amen. Amen. Oh, now, um. Before we get started, are there any other announcements? Amen. Well, let us pray. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You are our Father, our El Shaddai, and our Elohim, and I give you praise. Father God, tonight... I lift up some words ministry up to you, Father God. I lift up our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rogers. 
I lift up Pastor Marie Tendale and her family up to you, Father God. And I lift up everyone in some words ministry, those who are here and those who had desire to be here tonight. Father God, I ask you right now to set the atmosphere, Father God, prepare our hearts, our minds, our souls for the lesson tonight, Father God. And, Father God, tonight I ask you to bind up every single distraction, Father God. And, Father God, as I go forth, Father God, let every word come out of my mouth. is not what I want to say, but what you want to say, Father God, that you want your people to know tonight, Father God. And tonight I give you all the honor and all the praise. Amen. 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 For those, okay, before we get started, I ask this uh, just for feedback. For those who are on last week, or pick up the study guide through the middle of the week, are there any questions before we get started? Because we did have homework, and I hope, and I pray that some people did their homework. And if you didn't, that's okay, because we're just getting started in Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, I'm going to say silence is confirmation. We have no questions going forth. Okay, well, just to catch you, those who have who are joined the line tonight may not have been on here last week. Uh, we're starting to, fa- we're learning the fact, uh, there's fa- biblical fact. The fasting is derived from both Hebrew words, the Hebrew word and Greek word means the same thing with his self-denial. Fasting is basically... Uh, these are the terms. The Sonic Dictionary 101 says fasting is this. Fasting is denying yourself of either food or something that you use in your daily life to in order to submit to submit to God. It doesn't necessarily, as I said before last week, fasting, we have known fasting in terms of food, but it also could be social media. It could also be your favorite. It, it could be your social media is also fasting your time. Set of setting yourself apart. All these things are done for one reason only. To set yourself apart from God, to give him the glory. Also, to get rid to it's also fast some things just don't come out but through prayer and fasting. And the fasting is to loosen the bonds of the enemy. Uh we go to Isaiah fifty eight. That is what we do for fasting. If you want the bonds of weakness, bonds of weakness released from your life, if you're dealing with any habitual besetting sins, this is what fast, prayer and fasting will loosen those bonds. You will have victory over the enemy. It would help you strengthen you in areas you would not even believe. And so these various fasts that we're, uh, we're going through, there are several. There's actually nine of them. Um, there's many more than that, but we're going to just focus on the we're going to pretty much focus on the main one because there's nine different fasts with nine different prescriptions. Each has a different purpose. Now, the first one is the disciple fast, and that's to break addiction, addiction. The Israel fast to solve problems. The Samuel fast for evangelism and revival. The Elijah fast to solve emotional problems. The widow's fast for him humanitarian needs. The St. Paul fast to make decisions. The Daniel fast for health and healing. The John the Baptist fast for testimony. The, Israel, uh, the Esther fast for your protection from evil ones. Now, if we go through the, if you have your study guide, the first thing on the study guide, and I think I am actually on page five of your study guide, 
and it always, and I always going to probably say this every time we get started. If you have never fasted before, and and you begin with a fast of not eating solid food for 24 hours, do not begin with an absolute fast, which includes no liquid or solid. I mean, you can do a partial fast where you can fast from sundown, sundown to sundown. You can take a small snack in the late afternoon and don't eat eat, eat, uh, eat an easy meal, breakfast, and lunch. Um, also, if you're on medication that requires food, which a lot of them do, see a doctor first before you go on the fast. Um, also, what we said last week with fast, you know, this is your fast is, is your personal thing, but there's so many things where fast can be used for. It can be used for divine intervention. It can where you can seek his face and that it will give you clarity because you're resting not only your mind, you're resting your stomach, you're resting processes that you use on a daily basis. Now, if you are looking again, if you have your study guides on page five, we have what we call our general checklist. And so that's why we'll absolutely, um, I'm asking everyone to download this because this is where you're going to be doing your journaling. Reason why we're journaling is basically I have this is my this is one thing I have to work on because I a do not like to journal, but sometimes you got to write your stuff down and make it work. And these are what this is. This is a study guide. Where I'm not telling you when to fast at this point because there are times where I want to do a corporate fast. But right now we're learning about these fasts. So first thing we're gonna have to have is a general checklist. So you can a so it can these checklists and everything that I have here is basically going to keep you on task because I can tell you as being a newbie in fasting sometimes you can say I have every ten purpose to fast that morning and McDonald and you see that McDonald's sign and that Waterburger sign and whatever your favorite pre- breakfast place is and you forget for about two point two seconds you go be on fast until that egg went. You don't burp that egg McMuffin. Trust me, I know. This is the reason why we do a checklist, and this is the reason why. Or you, I mean, it's so many things. That can happen. You can just, that you know you're not going to be on social media, but guess what? Somebody tell you, oh, my goodness, oh, you need to get on Facebook because CNN just said this. First thing you, it's out of habit. You go reach for that phone. Also, it's like a technology fast. Sometimes we are so connected to these phones, it's like it's our brain sometimes. And sometimes fasting from this will unplug you from things that are not necessarily good for you. I always say everything, everything is done in moderation, and this is what fasting is. Fasting is allowing God to step in and put everything in a balance. So with our checklist, we're going to have a purpose. You write down your purpose for your fast. For your fast, you write down what you can withhold. And to me, this is where you pick out, uh, you know, I'm always the type of person to go visit go home. So that's the reason why I'm telling everybody to start small. If it's just one day, one hour, start from there and build your faith on that. Because God sees your heart. Heart. Don't make things too over, too complicated because you learned this. Um, for your fast, you will hold. Like you can put on, I'm withholding Facebook for an hour. And within that hour, I'm going to pray. And then you put your start date and your time 
and your end date and your time. And then you're going to have, like I said, we have what we have about here. Again, and on this particular one, if you're looking at page five again, it says, I believe God is the only, is only, is the only answer to my request, and that the pr- and prayer without fasting is not enough to get an answer for my need. Therefore, by faith. It is just a declarative faith statement. I am fasting because I need God to work in this manner. And then your Bible promises. These are your Bible verses that you have searched during the week or whenever in your fat, quiet time. These are the verses that are going to be your grounding verses. These are going to be your your biblical foundation verses for your fast. Then resources, what you need during a fast. I mean, that could be as simple as putting a cold, a timer on my phone to know when, an alarm clock on my phone to know when I need to shut everything down. Or me, a lock and key so I can lock my phone up if I'm doing a social media fast. Or, you know, mental note, put a notepad on the refrigerator and say, hey, I am fasting between these times so that if you knew you were going to go, um, there are things, or some fasts require special food. Write down your food list. Prepare. Like I said, prepare for it and then know that God is with you when you go through this. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, now, homework last week was to actually fill this out. And I know that some, and I know that uh, some of the service was not recorded last week, so I am going to give some other, give, uh, other people a try. Um, to catch up. So again, uh, this week I'm going to add on, I'm probably add on some extra stuff, but um, as next week, I'm going to ask everybody who's on this line, have they did their checklist? You can be okay if you didn't do it because I know we have a lot, we have a lot of things going on. But I want to hold you to an accountable that we are going through these studies so that we can have our prayers prayers answered. My heart desire, again, is that on this line where we see breakthroughs on this line, and if we're interceding for others, we're going to have to pray and fast. I mean, that is a no-brainer. It is an absolute, absolute no-brainer, and it's kind of like we got, if you want your prayers answered, you got to do prayer and fasting. You just can't do one without the other. So, uh, before we go any further, are there any questions? Okay, I'm going to sign silence is no, we have no questions. So we're moving over to um, the disciples' fast. Um, disciples' fast is a unique fast that this is basically not only a fast from addictions, but it's a fast from besetting sins. And if you want to know what the word besetting, because I had looked it up, because that sounded like old jeans. King James English, and we hear these words, but we never really look them up. The setting sins are any habitual sins or behaviors or attitudes that victimize and enslave people. And you can we can go from the major part, major ones you can say if it's drug addiction or um, drug addiction, um, sexual addiction. Or, think, or it could be simply eating disorders. 
anything, these are, this is any habitual be sinful behavior attitude that you feel like this is enslaving you or victimizing you. You know, many people are living in, many Christians are actually living in bondage now. And may not know why they're living that way. So it's also, this is also kind of like a point of self-awareness too. But it goes back and we, but we have to take, but for us to go in our Christian journey, we have to deal with these things. This is not, um, these fasts or going through fasting, uh, fasting and praying, um, these are things that we put in our tip our toolbox to get the victory every day. I mean, we have to, in order for us to do this walk, it's a part of being disciplined and self-controlled. And what the setting says is basically any attitude, any behavior that you feel that you know that you can't control, that you know that you have a problem. Let's say you have a problem overeating, and you cannot just stop at eating at a certain point. I mean, it could be very simple. I mean, it doesn't have to go, you know, those are ones that we can see. But there are other things that are like saying, being on Facebook, not having a set time for Facebook, but to consistently on there. You know, sometimes I feel like there's a whole bunch of people that post their lives on Facebook. And I swear I wish some of them Facebook, as of, as of what today, what I heard was on Facebook Live, sometimes I want Facebook Live to just like, put a paid subscription or something because maybe some of this craziness people are starving for attention and that can also be an addiction. There's so many things that are going on that can be said. I mean, it's just not lying, cheating, and stealing. We have a lot of things that we can come on the bondage of. But, here's the thing. You are a victim of the, the uh, besetting sin. You know that clinch your fist in the face of God and saying, I, you know, saying that you feel like you're helpless and that you're forced to do the things that you know these are the things that you know not you don't want to do. But God always gives us a way out. And, again, this way out is that. Many people live in lives a bunch because, number one, they believe the lie. They believe Satan's lie. They tried to let go of things and they couldn't break it, you know. And they feel like, and some, and you can, and everybody can relate that there are some things you don't want to do, but you can't, you can't help it that you do it. Or you're looking for answers to why you're doing the things you're doing, and you can't find it. And you're trying to figure out why. The, I can say from my personal experience, the word "why" always, why, how come. And what can I do about it? And some, and because you can look up to your parents, you can look up to your elders, and sometimes those, and it's not as simple. There's, they can't give you simple answers. Or you wonder how one person is not affected, but you are. But that is what fasting is about. Fasting is to, is, is to provide that answer for you. It's to break that bond of that lie. It's to give your. It was. It's actually to more or less renew your strength. But as we just let you know, it's helping you to regain control, and that is what the yeah. power of the disciple thing is to regain control of your life and set your yeah. life on the precepts of God. See, yeah. we must strengthen our emotional appetite as well as our physical appetite. 
There are things in our life we have to provide balance and structure. And this is what God tells us. See, what we have to believe now in the Bible, you know, I see a lot of people who refuse the Bible every single day and but don't realize that the Bible is not here to give you a bunch of rules, laws, laws and regulations. But the Bible here is to give you a guide. It's to give you a living instruction. And all through the Bible, you see these facts. You see when they went into battle. They, I mean, most of us can tell you why Daniel fasted and how he fat and how he felt that eating the king's food but when he fasted that he had the victory. And we can tell you when Esther fasted, she got the victory. We can put these things. So as all I say in the Bible, if you watch the will, the way, and the pattern, and every time when people prayed and fast, they got total victory over our lives, over their lives. So I can say, isn't that good news? So that is the power of fasting. Now, getting back to where we are on the disciples' fast. So if we go back, uh, the power of the disciples' fast. See, the demon-possessed boy's father did not understand his son's problem. He actually said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sorely vexed for oftentimes. He would fall into the fire and off into the water. The father thought his son was sick and had some eternal retardation, not understanding that his son was controlled by external spirits. But Jesus knew. He knew that the demon had entered the boy, entered the boy and had taken control of his life. The father brought the boy to the disciples for deliverance. But they could not cure him. And that's in Matthew 17, chapter 16, verse. The disciples weren't able to break the boy's bondage. Now, some people are unable to quit smoking or break certain relationships that they know they need to break. Although they may weep, pray, sincerely seek deliverance, they remain in bondage. So the disciples says that we're talking about tonight deals with these types of bondages. You are wrestling for control of your life. When you enter the disciples' fast, by controlling what you eat, you determine that you will control your life for God's purpose. When you make a vow and reinforce it with the disciples' fast and move into the strength of decision-making, you give up the necessary or enjoyable food as a demonstration of commitment of your will. When you make a choice to fast, you strengthen yourself against the force that enslaves your spiritual appetite. If we um in the disciples fast, so you control your physical appetite, your strength, and your spiritual appetite. This is what happens within this fast. Number one, you make a life freeing choice to be delivered. The one who came to Jesus asking for healing was confronted with the Lord's question. Do you want to be made well? Jesus knew the man wanted to be cured, so why did he not just ask the question? He was not asking for information because Jesus knew all things. He was asking to build anticipation or willpower in the patient. Jesus wanted the man to desire the power that he could give him. Some people will go to church, go to their church office and ask God to take away bondages. Lord, please take the cigarette away from me. They'll beg. People are often expecting God to do it all. 
you know, we all see those. We, we see God's miracles, so sometimes we want that uh, suddenly miracle. We want God to just zap mentally and take that appetite away from tobacco. But God works in many ways. He heals in many ways. He can do that for you, but also he can make, also he works in others. He can look, he wants us, sometimes he wants us to look within so we can make decisions to follow him. God does not want his people to be robots, controlled by switches. His presence, he presses a force to give them, give up, to give up their sins. God wants people to love him voluntarily, to quit sinning voluntarily. He wants us to demonstrate our commitment to him. You know, he's not one for a big change, but he wants us also to understand making our choices and acting on those choices as well. Number two, recognize that an external power is responsible for your abundance. See, the boy's father in Matthew 17 did not recognize that demon has held his son in bondage. Apparently, the disciples didn't recognize the cause of the problem either. Um, Jesus immediately rebuked the demon, and it came out the boy. Now, this is the thing that we also have to recognize. This is not a flesh and blood fight, but this is a fight between, how you know, this is not a flesh, this is powers and principalities. So when we're in certain bondages and we'll look them we can we can put this we can let go of the self guilt, but at the same time we also understand that this is not the fight is a spirit fight in the spiritual realm as well as that's manifesting in the physical realm. So understanding that part gives you a balance and say, you know what, I'm doing everything that I'm doing everything, or I'm going to pray to God because I know now I'm going we're going to take this fight to the spiritual realm. I'm going to pray, and I'm going to let God step in. Basically, what what we're doing. And recognizing this, we have to recognize one of the first steps of the disciple fact is to recognize external powers for our bondage. This doesn't necessarily mean, again, that we have demons, but it does mean we're being controlled externally, not internally. Some people believe that alcoholics are, uh, they are alcoholics because their father was alcoholic. Others convinced themselves they were born as homosexuals. Although these causes and problems are external, these people suffer from internal depression. You know, they don't they can say they're worthless or inward confess and give up. In fact, they regain control of their body if in fact they can regain the control of their bodies through fasting. They can reach into the spirit and take control of the inner humanity, recognizing that the external power made us weak and robbed us of our strength and robbed us of our self-control. You know, like I said again, recognizing that some things are just not in your control, but you know it's still like it's a puppet master. This is what we, it's just, being aware of. Number three, confess your previous lack of faith. Before you can be strong, you have to confess your weaknesses. Running a marathon, the runner must realize the physical need to practice. 
to exercise to build up the physical body. Disciples do not realize their needs in facing the mind powers in the board. Therefore, they cannot cast out the demon. They ask, why should we not force the demon out? These answer basically because you don't have enough faith. This statement of faith is to recognize that God, what God can do. It's also a statement of faith to recognize what a person cannot do. Faith is recognizing God's strategy and submitting to it. Number four, you're specifically saved your besetting sin. As you see it in it, as you see, we'll see, then the disciple fast. It's involved saving the faith purpose specifically. When you are fasting and break bondages, you must write out the specific bondage you want to break. Note, what happens when you start writing? Your strength, your strength, your will by stating what you want. You focus on your energies on the problem. You build up anticipation to break the problem. Build up your faith in God to expect an answer. Jesus said uh, to the disciples, if ye have faith in the grain of mustard seed, ye shall also say unto mountains, remove him. Faith is never blind faith such as walking to walking to the end of a diving board, jumping in the pool, and hoping the water will be there. Faith is confidence. When you say, I believe, you're saying, I know. And Jesus said, if you have faith, he said, if you know I can break this bunny, then it would happen to you. The old farmer says, faith is believing what you know and so, but that is not a New Testament faith. New Testament faith is believing what you know is that. So when you start writing out your faith purpose statements, you will begin to exercise the faith that's required for deliverance from your problem. Your faith experience leads to faith expression, and that will lead to faith event. Now, that is important uh, to that specifically for um, specific sense. It's not necessary to list specific acts. Identify the bondage by its principle. But do not write out the gory details. So we can make it simple. Some things are covered under blood. Let's just keep it that way. You know what you're dealing with. You fast repeatedly until you get your breakthrough. When Jesus said this is kind of kind goes not out by but prayer and fasting, the verb act in the original language is continuous. Jesus meant that we should continuously fast to get power over our besetting sin. So this may be involved fasting for a longer time, more often, like once a week, for several weeks, than, we, than you might expect it. Fasting for an answer is similar to prayer. Sometimes you can pray pray once and in the act of faith, God got you instantly. But that doesn't necessarily have to happen. You don't give up. And you don't have to be like keep it up like a child begging for something that the parent doesn't want you to give. On other occasions, you must continue to ask in faith before an answer will come. Asking will be given to you. Seeking you shall find. Knocking should be open for you. Why does God sometimes make us wait? Frequently, he tests out what we mean if we mean business. Oftentimes, for conditions to answer our prayer. For example, we pray for rain, but it takes time for rain clouds to form. Look at it from God's perspective. 
He could answer you immediately, and he knows beforehand we will pray in faith. So God will prepare the rain clouds ahead of time. So God sees our perspective, and you need to, and we need to pray often and fast continually to build up our faith and our spiritual character. The longer we fast, the more we can obey God. The longer we abstain from food, the more determined we become. And after a time, our faith grows to trust God for greater miracles in our lives. Yeah, the prescription for deliverance. You know what? <laughs> it's hard to break bad habits. And when we try to break them, we get an overwhelming sense of frustration. I mean, I can tell you if a diet, that's why I have to Dieting is the one thing I can totally relate because there are times where I got awesome willpower to not get that Hershey chocolate bar because I'm looking at the vending machine and I can walk away. But other times I want chocolate and I got it. And even though I know it's not good for me, I go for it. Amen. That is simple. I can take. But guess what? If that Hershey chocolate bar is causing you health problems and you're having a problem to get away with it, to stop using, guess what? We got a prescription tonight for you. It's hard. And if it's hard that we know we're not supposed to have because we're supposed to be watching them, monitoring them, and gaining but, but. I guess mine is McDonald's. I'm trying to break the, you know, I'm doing good right now, but I'm just going to make sure you you know. We we got to learn how not to go back to certain things. Stress results. See, here's the thing about fasting. Fasting is to renew our strength. And we will do things that would rob us of our strength. And that's what fasting, that's what the disciple fast is meant for, is to break those things off out of our lives that rob us of the glory of God. So, so if you feel frustration and you feel overwhelmed, don't fret. Everybody does. You know, we have to, we might want to change, but it's something that's how it's to let us take control of our lives. Whether we're physically addicted to a substance or we're not experiencing people treating the physical, Psychological addictions and sin that prevents them from making significant change they just they desperately desire. Um, I'm gonna be honest. We put a lot on choices. We put a lot of our um, we put a lot of our faith in choices. Trying to make the right choice, trying to make not make the wrong choice. But what happens if both of your choices are not right? We have to look at that. What happens if the choices of the choices, the alternative choices that we see and we don't see God's best. That's me. We need a prescription for deliverance. You know, we always say the catch-22. But we have to realize there is no such thing as a catch-22 in the Bible. I look for it. Amen. We are so caught <laughs> up about permissive will and the will of God and his permissive will and we'll get, and that's another topic for another day. But at the time, but right now, we're looking at what's going to help you and what's going to help us in this. What's going to be our prescription? Well, disciple fast. Right there. And again, that means if you're dealing with these things, 
if you if you know you're dealing with certain things in your life, then guess what? This fast what is for you. Now, during the disciples' fast, it's going to offer you hope. Choose the time and duration of the fast is right for you. Again, if you're a beginner, you don't have to go. You don't have to go three days, no food, no solid, uh, and live like a monk because that's not you. But here's the thing about the about the fast. You write down what specific foods you want to avoid. It could be just one food. If you know for a fact that you drink Coca-Cola Classic. Coca-Cola Classic has exactly 200 and I'll do calorie count because that's how I do it. You know you drink that. You know you go to Sunday. Oh, right now McDonald's got the dollar any size Coke for a dollar. So you know you drinking that large Coke from McDonald's, which is actually probably uh, McDonald's every single day. You know they have no sugar, caffeine that's ruining your body. Now, that's a physical standpoint, and I know this is not a um, dietary talk, but hey, just had to put it out there. But you know that's your favorite thing to do is go get a Coke in the morning to start off your day. Well, like go with the food. Well, one day or two days. Caffeine, so some of your people around you may, you know, some of your coworkers may not like you because you don't have the caffeine for a moment. But that's the whole thing. Substitutions like that should not be able to control your mood, your attitude, all your daily life. Amen? Amen. So that one cup of coffee, and you said, okay, for my fast, I'm going to let go of that coffee. Uh huh. I mean, those are simple things. Specific spiritual steps need to be taken, too. Spiritual body grows from seeds that are planted in our mind. These seeds send their roots into our subconscious mind, influence our emotions, our physical capabilities, and desires. Those who in bondage will affirm our belief in God's omnipotence. But yet also, we describe ourselves as helpless victims, unable to break the power of sin of our own nature. Satan as you know, we can say again, another lie from Satan, Satan, or our addictive behavior. Now, why is scripture often Luke fasting will put? If we attempt to break an addictive sin without taking account of spirits and stuff necessary to break the sin, we're going to experience every frustration on the man. You're going to have your discouragement. You can feel hopeless. There are so many things. And you wonder where, to, where God is and all of this. But that's what it is. Spiritual sin will rob you of. Oh, my goodness. It will rob you of so much because that's the point. Spiritual sin and the forces behind it will want to mock God to get you off your course, to get you off your center, to to get you off course and off balance and to stay. It is kind of like, I want to say lottery tickets, even though I don't say it, but, hey, it's kind of like this. Everybody buys it. It's a or majority of people buy it. You're not supposed to gamble. Or some of us see it as gambling. Everybody, or it's like you buy it. And and you wonder what the odds are. If you look on the back of the car, you see the odds. But how many people know to go on the website to see have all the prizes been claimed? There's you. 
And if you look at the odds on the website compared to what compared to the lot of the lottery ticket you just bought, and you realize you don't waste a dollar. But guess what? All the prizes have been bought in your lottery lot. Therefore, this you're spending a dollar for nothing, hoping for a prize is not gonna happen. <laughs> I know. I'm. A, I, I'm just saying. Maybe some of y'all don't think this way. But I do. Amen. It's, it's like going to the casino. The house will always win. Why the house always win? Guess what? It's a setup. Amen. The house always wins. The house always wins. If you gonna if you gonna play with the sin and play with fire, the house always wins. Amen. Just yes, amen. Maybe I'm a little silly when it comes to stuff like this because I always know it's odd. So I'm curious. Do you not know with casinos, just to let y'all know, I know we are a Christian. We're not supposed to be there, but if we are there with eating, we're not playing any games. But if you play a game, do you not know that they have a certain limit they can pay out and cannot pay out? And if you're over here where I live, we have Indian casinos. Indian casinos have raised the limits where only maybe one, maybe 5% of the people that come through those doors may hit a, may, may get a winning Winning turn, a winning spin, or a win on their machine. Now, they don't have to report to the gaming commission on how they have a limit set on the machine. Therefore, you don't know what you're going to be taking at all times. Just saying, FYI. You can keep your money in your pocket. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. these are things. I mean, these are things that that is what, I guess that's my best analogy for sin. The house always wins. When you're playing in the house of sin, the house is always win. So the house knows your attitude. It knows what you're going to try to get away with, but if you don't have that clue or have that thought and that resilience to get away with, it's not going to work because they try to, because sin tries to stack the odds against you. You know, the wages of sin ain't nothing. Uh, the wages of sin is death. But see, mm-hmm. that's the thing about Jesus. Already on died. His blood was payment. He died on. He already. He already did the death for us, so we may live. The blood of mm-hmm. Jesus pays all. It's the payment for our sins. Now, that is the reason why fasting is important, because if you look into this, that we can pray, but to break that spiritual bondage, we must follow the steps that God has provided for spiritual warfare. See, for the weapons of warfare is not carnal, but it's mighty through God to the pulling down a stronghold, casting down imagination and every high thing that is exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought of obedience of Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, number one, and I'm going to go through this because I'm, I'm going to wind down in a minute and get uh, started. And so some of this I may get a little further in next week. Number one. To order to know the step, step one, renounce the counterfeit control. The first step in breaking the spiritual bunch involves discerning reality from which it is the counterfeit. That means writing down every lie you believe in and then going for it and finding out what God's truth is about. And counterfeit control may come from one of the several sources. I mean, the anti-Christian values learned in ungodly homes can impact families for generations. We've all been exposed to 
godless influences and mass media and books, movies. Sometimes some of us are even fighting generational fights and don't even know why we have, why are we accustomed to this sin? Why are we craving certain things? Why are we, or in the medical terminology, why are we genetically dis, uh, dispositioned? Why are we have a position for certain things? You know, um, and these sources, it could be, you know, if you ever been involved innocently or actively, there are so many things that if you've been innocently growing up and maybe not even know it was occultism, New Age, spiritualism, or other rela- uh, religions, these sources represent external power that would influence our lives. Satan rituals and bonding oneself to alien spirits also place people in spiritual bondage. Jesus contrasts his ministry with that of the devil when he said that a thief does not come except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have mm-hmm. come to that you may have life and you may have it more abundant. To experience the abundant life that Jesus promised, and be free of spiritual bondage, we must renounce the counterfeit influences in our lives. You can pray audibly, I renounce. And you can fill the blank here. Praying audibly is an important step of the road because sometimes your ears got to hear it so your spirit can hear it. That's how I see it. But it also it's also experiencing relative and saying liberty in Christ. Take time to examine your history. Now, all external, external, internal influences, and denounce them audibly when you pray. Step two, acknowledge self-deception, the lie that we tell ourselves, that we need something when we really don't, that we are, you know, we sometimes think we're the captain of our fate and the master of our soul for real. And we, and, um, we don't embrace the truth of what God wants us um wants us to embrace. Some of us can look in the mirror and swear we're not we're not wonderfully made. Some of us can swear up and down that this part of me, me looking this way, we feeling this way, is the result of is my own fault and well doing. That's not the case. The saying the truth that's thing. The second step is to involve in discerning the truth in which is for many people, this step is very difficult to involve knowledge in your own efforts to deceive ourselves and choose to embrace the truth of God. God wants us to begin the process of liberating us from spiritual and uh, spiritual bondage eternally. It's like diet pills. Y'all know good and well that diet pills ain't got no nutrients, and I said my best English, ain't got no. We ain't got no nutrients, but we'll do well, we'll take it to lose weight. But, in fact, they may have dangerous substances, like as in fimping or other things, that may actually damage her body and hurt her body. Because usually you need to take diet pills weight instead of pulling back and um, saving your $6.49 from McDonald's every day. <laughs> or that may, or you're not realizing that dollar McMuffin is kind of like hitting your, it's not only hitting your budget, but it's hitting your waistline. But the truth is, if I replace that egg McMuffin with a, not even a smoothie, because some of those smoothies got more calories than that. But if I replace it with a healthy breakfast and I know exactly what I'm putting in my body, I have regained control of my weight. 
That's how you have to look at it. That's how you look at the knowledge of self-deception. Sometimes we got to acknowledge what we told ourselves to make ourselves feel that it was okay. Hmm. And tomorrow, problem, the problem with self-deception, we're so successful at it. We don't know how successful we are until we don't realize damage it does. See, many of us have deceived ourselves for so long that it's a difficulty in believing that we were deceived. See, self-deception leads to self-abandonment. And you may have, because I can tell you, I still got areas that I'm working on and I, that we kind of put on the back burner. But acknowledging that self-deception allows you to understand that, okay, I'm gaining my life and I'm not abandoning issues in my life and leaving it up to them. You know, another way we deceive ourselves in evaluating our wisdom by the standards of the age rather than the wisdom of God. I've mm-hmm. heard this so saying so much like it ain't like it used to be. It ain't like when such a <laughs> like you can um like wow. I hear this a lot. It, you know, the old church, it ain't like that, you know, it ain't like it when we it's it's times are different. It's not like when I when we're growing up. We, I could tell my your mother could put your foot dead in your back and you gonna do something wrong. But now we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Or and last time I checked, the Bible said, you spared a rod, you spoiled a child. And spared a rod, spoiled a child, I mean, you need to discipline your kids, or they're going to, you must, if you love them, you will discipline them. Amen. You know, that's the one thing. I mean, that's the Sister Lashana. Mm-hmm. Sister Lashana. Yes. Can I interrupt you for one second? Okay. Okay, thank you. The person that's like clearing their throat in, inside while Sister Lashana, I know you might not even realize that you're doing it, but it's a terrible distraction and it's been going on for a good while. And I, I think whoever is not on mute, maybe you don't realize you're not on mute, but one thing, Sister Lashana speaks a little lower than most people or the or her phone is, is low. But it's very hard to hear her with your clanging and your banging in the background and your clearing your throat. So I'm, we're, we're asking you, for for House Rules of Simple Words Ministry, this is God's line. We have to be, we have to reverence him here. We have to be in decency and in order, and we're trying to learn here. So we love you, and please mute your phone, star six, please. We thank you, and we, we thank you that you're here to listen, but we're trying to get all that we can by being able to hear the speaker. Please have more respect. Amen? Amen. All right, just start speaking with your phone. Amen. Amen. Um, like I said, back to where we were. Thank you, Sister Erica. Uh, back to where we were, self-deception. Um, we have to kind of reason why I'm bringing up, and I try to use real-life examples, so, so that we can understand how close to home this is here. Again, like I said before, uh, the old church versus the new church, and I don't think the churches have changed. It may be the people. People might have gotten older, and people may have, but new church versus the old church, or my favorite, times ain't like it used to be. Kids ain't like it. Kids are not like they used to because parents ain't putting their foot in and discipline like they used to discipline. But God always told us to discipline our children. That is something you have to look. And I guarantee you there's always new techniques, and some of them I don't get, and others. Um, 
And of course, we got this new um, liberty. You know, this in, inclusive the new the new version of inclusiveness. You know, sometimes some of it's good and some of it's not so good. But if it doesn't go along to God's standards, then that is not supposed to be included. It's supposed to be excluded. Mm-hmm. As long as we continue to deceive ourselves, we'll remain in spiritual bondage. In contrast, you should know the truth. And the truth that really makes you, shall make you free. To move out of the realm of self-deception to liberate the truth of the gospel, we must, remit, we must admit that we were deceived. Pray out, pray aloud, audibly. I acknowledge. Insert your issue here. I acknowledge that I took this, I took a herbal supplement, knowing that I should have not what I should have, that I know that it was not supposed to be healthy for my body. I was deceived. That's simple. Acknowledge it. When you're honest with God and yourself, you allow God's truth to be free to free you from deception. Number three. Forgive the overcome bitterness. This third step on the path of living involves forgiving others so you can overcome bitterness and gain freedom. You must refuse to give anyone. You got to refuse to give anyone. You place yourself in spiritual bondage to them and to sin. Paul remind the Corinthians, if we forgive everyone, I also forgive him the way and what I have forgiven. If there is anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake, in order that Satan may not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his sins. <clears throat> and you work through your abundance to sin and others. You you should name have a list of names of people that you choose to forgive. You know, forgiveness is a choice, but God does require us to forgive others. And you, we all know that forgiveness is a process, but Long story short, we gotta forgive. We don't want this we don't want unforgiveness Amen. to enter our relationship with God. So again, we have to pray out of it. I forgive. Insert the name of those who have wronged you. Wronged you in any type of way. Forgive the situation. I yes. forgive situations, people, places, things, plants, animals, everything. Now <laughs> and as you forgive others, you experience God's forgiveness in your life. Now, I am going to stop right here at number four because it's actually six of these steps. So I am going to stop right here. We have done three steps, but just to give you um, the overview of the other ones, and then we'll start back again next week on those. Step four is to submit to God's authority. Step five is take personal responsibility. And step six is its own uh, simple influence. So I am... Um, I'm going to stop right here because that way that will give us into, um, that will give us uh, next week what we can lead into and actually get into a disciple set. Now, uh, in terms of homework, for those who may not have been on last week, again, pages five and six is where we were saying doing the general fact. Um since we have not really seen the disciple fast to say, hey, this is the fast for you, your, your, I'm asking, your homework to be this week, take your general fasting list and take out either one day to do a partial fast, partial fast, 
or a full fast, sun up to sundown, or any type of fast. If you just uh, do a general fast for that day. That is the first day. First checklist, and that's on page five and six now. Reason why, I'm, and I would love to have this on one day, but you know what? I know everybody's schedules are crazy, and I and this is for your spiritual growth. So I am asking everyone to take your first fast list and and do either a partial fast. I'm going to say do a partial fast. It can be sun up to sundown, or it can just be one hour. And hopefully on Monday, because the first thing I'm going to ask on Monday, what did you do? Don't have to tell me what you fast about, but I want to know if you fast and if you get the victory or you you, you get some insight. Because sometimes it's not about getting the answer that you want, but getting God's answer on the table. Amen? Are we all agreeing? Um, Amen. Minister Minister Lashana, um, question. For those people who fast on a regular basis, um, I fast every Tuesday and um, Wednesday, um, uh, partially until about 3 o'clock on Wednesdays, 3, 3.30. So, and I know that there, you know, there must be other people who on a regular weekly basis do fast. Um, Do you suggest that they add an additional day or just um, keep doing what they're doing? If you can add a partial fast, if you're a regular faster, you, you can add maybe add an extra hour or okay. Extra. So okay. So we can get so we know this is what we're doing according to the lesson and see if we can get and understand the breakthrough. You know. Yeah. Be, I want to hear testimonies on Monday night when we first start saying, "Hey, I fast and this happened." So that because you don't know that the fast that you may have done or what you fast about, if you mm-hmm. you know if you're open to give that out, you may help somebody else. Okay, that's good because I mean if you're already fasting, you're not really sacrificing because you know you're already doing that sacrifice. Okay, thank you. You're Amen. So again, study guide page five and six is your study guide. So, Monday night, again, reminder, just take an hour. I mean, I'm asking, I'm just a minimal hour if you cannot do a sun up to sundown fast. Or if you're, you know, or if you fast and you're a regular fast and you take an additional time to fast on one specific item on your general checklist. Um, next page, Chapter 1. Uh, you can go ahead also on the next page, which is, I think it's page 7. Is study one, preparing for a disciple fast. That will also, once we get through with this, you can also see what, how to prepare, your aim, what vow that you're making, the fast, what's your goal, when you begin, when you end. And decision to fast. I'm fasting to get a breakthrough, but make it specific. I'm fasting to stop eating chocolate bar, chocolate Hershey bars every five minutes. I mean, there's something... Make that decision, and, of course, back it up with Scripture, and then your resources. That is what this is, to get you in a pattern. And then also, once you go through these studies, after you do these fasts, you're going to find out, during my fast, I learned the following thing about myself. During my fast, I learned the following thing about my personal abundance and sin. During my fast, I learned uh, the following about my compulsive behavior. During the fast, I learned the following about my personal addiction. Um, 
during my fast, I can tell you specifically, during some of my fast, I realized that what I was asking for and what I was needing was two separate things, and God actually gave me what I need. You can say that. Or the answer I'm looking for, I haven't gotten it yet, but I've gotten clarity to make a business, a traditional step. What during my fast, I learned about my problems that I can tell you from person, but during some fast, I learned that, you know what? It just really wasn't me. I wasn't that crazy. It was something that I wasn't that cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. That really was some type of external force. Really, and once I submitted to God, God took over. Light of my fast, I noticed after the fast, I realized that if you were doing one of those, you know what? My body felt better after, uh, felt better after not eating this. I might not eat this as much anymore because now I know I needed strength in my body, and when I let that go, I got strength back. It's very simple. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, like I said, some days I'm going very dietary, but that's not the opportunity of the fast. But I want everybody to see the opportunity of everything, and that. This is giving you, this is another tool for your toolbox to break certain things, to break off the bondage. Because I am tired of praying for the same thing. I need new prayers, people. That's all I'm saying. So, um, may God have this blessing of this blessing tonight and may he write it upon your heart. And may he give you strength through this week to go through this. Look, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and everything shall be added unto you. So that's what fashion is basically we're going to do. It's going to speak the kingdom of God for everything that we need. And that during our first number five, I declare to you that we will all have breakthroughs. We will have breakthroughs, and we're going to have manifestations. We're going to have awesome manifestations of our answers. Amen. So now I'm going to open up the line for comments, questions, and, of course, feedback. Oh, um, pray, praise the Lord. I have to comment on this because I had to um, quote you. Um, we pray for rain, but it takes time for the rain clouds to form. Um, I just want to thank you for that reminder because oftentimes we, um, you know, when we ask for something, we want to see manifestation immediately, not realizing that God, you know, God is to, to, to A, our timing and his timing are, to, you know, totally different and that there are things that need to take place in order um, for us to see um, certain things come into manifestation. So thank you for that. And thank you for um, this training on fasting. Um, One of the things that I I push myself. Uh, I'm not supposed to go without eating. My doctor did tell me that I'm not supposed to fast. He did because I told him that one of the things that I do on a regular basis because I fast every week um, is to fast. And he said um, I can't do that anymore. Um, however, I defy him every week and and I fast. But there are times when I may not be feeling you know 100% and in, and um, in addition to or or instead of, um, I'll, this is game that I play, a word, you know, the, that um, word game that I play with, you know, a whole bunch of people. And I think I have like the full, the full, um, the, the capacity that, you know, that the most games that you can play, I'm right there. I'm at full capacity. Um, however, you know, comes my fasting day, I don't play it. 
I don't play it. And, you know, um, even though it's hard because, you know, uh, you're, you're playing in these tournaments, you're playing against different people, they're nudging you, they're sending you messages, you know, to make a move, whatever, whatever. But um, I make up my mind that on my, you know, on, on my day when I'm fasting and if I can't, if I can't do an absolute fast for the entire day, I'm definitely going to, um, you know, ignore that game. I'm not going to play it at all. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for, you know, um, reminding folks that it's not just food because some people may have health issues and um, they're not able to skip um, a meal um, or two or three. Um, but there are certain things that you can skip in order, you know, just um, instead of, you know, watching TV, uh, skip watching TV. Instead of, you know, being on Facebook all day, um, you know, ignore Facebook. Facebook, um, you know, for your in your time of fast, um, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, that favorite junky stuff that you know is of absolutely no benefit to your body. Make up your mind that you're going to go without it, um, you know, on that day that you. Because remember, you're not fasting for God, you know, um, you're not even fasting for nobody else. Fasting is something that's personal. You're Amen. fasting for yourself. You want to hear specifically from God um, over an issue. You're asking God, as you know, as she read, um, certain things um, comes only through prayer and fasting. And, you know, you're looking for an answer. So, therefore, um, you know, make that commitment. Make that commitment and um, determine that, yes, I am going to put aside um, food or entertainment or, you know, that thing that I'm addicted to, whatever it is, I'm going to put it aside. Why is my, my grandbaby screaming so hard? They must be doing something to her over there. Um, anyways, just, you know, you make up in your mind that you're, you know, you're going to put that thing away, um, you know, so that you can um, hear personally from God and um, know the next move that, that you should make. So um, I missed last week um, for obvious reasons, but I'm glad that I, uh, you know, I'm glad that I was here. Okay, I'm glad that I was here tonight to um, to partake of tonight's teaching. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Marie. Like I said, I want people to understand fashion because I'm gonna tell you, mine is reality TV. I I know for a fact I'm learning to turn the TV off because. Oh boy. Because. I a, can watch Love and Hip Hop all day long because it's ratchet TV. I already know it's wrong. I don't need to be watching it. But, or reality TV shows. I mean, because I'm like, okay, I know they're self-scripted, but that's the thing I like. But those are also time wasters. Those are times that I can set aside an hour. Those are taking an hour that watching that, that one or two hours of watching those episodes, I could be mm-hmm. setting time for God or that's right. my house or doing things that are productive versus counterproductive. That is one of the simple things. So now my TV is not as on as much, but also you have to, in terms of learning the fast, don't feel, don't put a replacement thing. Oh, because I'm not watching Love and Hip Hop because I'm fasting from Love and Hip Hop. I'm going to switch over and watch the bachelor. That, that, that dog don't hunt. He's still doing the same thing. Learn, I mean, set aside that time. Either, you know, something that's more constructive. 
that mm-hmm. let God lead you on what you do with that time. It's not necessarily always prayer, but you can take that time not only to pray, but it can be said, okay, I'm going to take 30 minutes and read my Bible or, mm-hmm. or organize something. Something simple. Like, I'm not asking for uh, doing flips and cartwheels and running a marathon, but I'm just asking to walk around, just take a walk down three three houses down first. Before you can master the book. That's all I'm talking about. Amen. The line is open for your comments, questions, and feedback. Um, uh, Minister Shauna, I just got off the phone with, uh, she texted me, my spiritual daughter, Anita. And uh, um, she wanted me to let you know she learned something from the message tonight on fasting, and she wanted me to thank the teacher who was teaching on fasting. Uh, she was the one that was uh, accidentally coughing on the phone, and uh, she didn't know anything about hitting star six, and she told me to uh, apologize to Simple Words Ministry, but that was our our, spirit, our new spiritual daughter, Anita, okay? Okay, well, that's okay. That's fine. Because usually I say it in the beginning, and I probably didn't do something. I went straight into the lesson, but that's okay. That's cool. I am happy uh, to, you know, tell again. I would love to see her again. I would love to hear from you next week. So, Amen. Also, I'll let her. I'll, I'll inbox her in the morning when I get back on the computer, and uh, I will let her know. So I'm hoping that we all learning something from this because this is, again, we got to get breakthrough on this line. Um, there are so many things happening now that uh, what I heard this morning was very disturbing. So um, what I've been seeing on my timeline has been disturbing. So I'm kind of like, uh, kind of like how I'm counting to the point where we got to get deeper into this prayer, prayer and fasting. Our country, needs. we got to put ourselves aside for one moment. Pray for Amen. Us. So, um, the line is open for your comments, questions, and your feedback. I would just like to say thank you for your program. I just tuned in for the first time tonight, and the spirit just uh, reaches through the airways when you speak, and so I thank you. Well, thank you. Well, we hope now you're a family, so come back. Make sure. Amen. <laughs> thank you. And the line again is on for your comments, questions, and your feedback. Thank you again, Sister Lashana, for this this teaching because uh, I struggled a, a a lot with um how to fast and knowing if if the way I'm fasting is right and it's not just about you know taking away the food. You know, but it is taking away something that you you feel, or, or like you say, you conditioned your mind to think that you can't do without. Like my thing, my thing is food and coffee, and uh, and 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 I may only drink just one cup a day. Sometimes I drink two cups a day, starting to increase or whatever. But when I did fast for like a week, I I. I when I do fast for like a week or whatever, or a partial fast for a week, I take away the coffee the whole entire week. And and 
I start to get headaches and everything. I, I pray through them and stuff like that. But this is just a good insight over, you know, uh, about the different fasts that we can do, you know. Um, I really love these teachings and things like that, and, and it's awesome, and it's important that, like you said, we get back to basics because there's so many things that we let creep in, so many so many ways that the enemy is so desperate so he can make things crumble if we allow it to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And Prophet Bob, Dad, as for your spiritual daughter, tell her, please, I didn't mean any harm. I didn't. She didn't need to hang up unless she had to hang up. We're just letting people know that you know it's really distracting when people are coughing and, and cleaning their Very their noses and belching and burping and and clicking on things. And they and she might not have even realized that she was not on mute. So that's why I'm glad she spoke up and said that that was her. You know, because some people is not going to admit something like that. So it goes to show you that she wasn't trying to do it on purpose, but we still have an obligation to to allow her to know instead of uh, uh, people thinking she's just trying to be rude, you know. So um, I just, you know, please tell her my apologies if I've offended her. You know, I didn't mean to, but, like, we we definitely need to, because I know sometimes I'm off of mute and, and I might say something to my kids and then I hear it in the playback. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't even know I was off of mute. But it's important when when somebody continually and continually do it, we have to let them know because they may not know that they're not on mute. You know, amen. so amen. 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 And it's times Pastor Marie had to mute me because I'll be driving and forget. I'm quiet, but I'm forgetting I got background noise. Because I heard plenty of times Pastor Marie, I'm like, oh, I thought I had the phone on mute because I'm driving because there's a lot of times that Pastor Marie can tell you, I would be driving while the service is going on, and she had, and then I didn't realize I had background noise. So we're okay, we're fine. Amen. You know, we all know it's learning technology and it's awesome. Um, any more comments and questions before we get into prayer? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So again, homework pages five, six, seven, and eight. Seven, eight, just review to get prepared. If you uh, if you want to participate in the Disciple Fest, I will hope everybody would love to. Um, but the general checklist is to have try to at least try to do a partial fast. Oh, not again. The checklist. Well? We're still here, Sister LaJona. Okay, Amen. I just heard not again. Okay, all right. Y'all know I got a new phone, so I'm just happy to actually people can hear me again. Amen. So, um, so that, that's why I'm asking, you know, I want to hear your comments. I want to hear if you even had a struggle with it because that's what we're here to help. I'm going to tell you, I didn't really start fasting until about eight years ago because when I grew up, I never really saw people fasting. Now, praying, oh, they had the prayer thing down. But in terms of fasting, and maybe because, you know, fasting is a private thing and they just didn't make it known to people they were fasting because you're not supposed to be doing it. You're doing it for the glory of God. You're not doing it to get attention. And that's probably why. But when I was growing up, I didn't really hear the word fasting that much. Amen. I, I, but I've always heard prayer. And sometimes I think that because we saw our parents or grandparents 
do certain things, I realize now what would I really think. Like my grandmother, she could intercede for anybody. I call that woman a prayer warrior from this day. She lived to be 97 years old. She used to call out her pastor's name for intercede, for her pastor, intercede for her family every single day. When she could talk, she did it. When she was in her right mind, that's what exactly what she did. And but those are things that we didn't, those are things that you notice as growing up. And I'm not really understanding that's interceding on your family's behalf. And, but those are things now that I'll do. And I can tell you there are situations with our family because I was tickle pink this weekend. Um, there was a situation that we were all involved in, and I didn't even realize realized that my cousin was in the background praying and they were laughing, talking about how he was praying and we were laughing about it because it became it's like a family thing. And I'm sitting here thinking like, you know what, we felt I you know, praying the family I was started laughing like, you know what? It's good to be from a praying family because because the situation that we're all in, even though it was a, a celebration, but some of the things that pockets of frustration have picked up, it could have been went way worse if people wasn't praying or people hearts wasn't in the right right frame of mind. So it's mm-hmm. good to have people interceding and praying. And that's all we want to do. We want to be able to say when somebody asks you to pray, you pray and that you know the prayer is going to be answered. And we can't always depend on other people getting our prayers to God because sometimes God just looks for us to say a word. You know what? He ain't got, you ain't got to say, but Lord, help, he got you. But we got to get past the meat and that past the milk and going towards the more side the solid diet and that's what prayer and fasting so thank you again tonight with the lesson um tonight i want to do a little something different in terms of praying i want us to intercede i want i'm gonna open up this line i'll start off but i want people to pray behind me um I didn't realize this happened because, again, I've been in the – I would say I've been in eastern and southeast Arkansas, so that translates to me not being that near around. I I don't see a TV because I'm either running or going uh, for the past 48 hours, which is often, often for me not to be near, um, you know, being active. But I'm hearing this stuff on Facebook Live that a person – he just went up to an elderly person and shot him. It's true. Yes. Yeah, one of um, Prophet Anita's friend, um, friend's uh, dad. Oh. Yeah, and see, I connection until I heard it on the Ricky Smiley show going into work, and he was just disgusted, and he was just talking about how this person shouldn't be doing that, and, you know, and then I saw that because, and then I saw one of my classmates, because she used to live in Cleveland, she was talking about, you know, y'all pray for Cleveland, Ohio. And I got to be honest, I, I got family up in the area, so that really disturbs me that what this is going on. Um, so I want to, and also I'm hearing that the United States is about to go to uh, pray for Well, pray for. yeah, um, the, the, the president of the United States, um, he has to create a distraction from the failures Uh and war is that distraction Um, it's quite sad because now several other countries I've been watching the news I don't really like to watch the news 
but um, after the second bomb, bomb the um, the the Moab that he um, he he dropped, I've been I've been trying to to keep you know when, when I'm home trying to keep up with what's going on in the news and and so far there are several countries that are not very pleased with um with the aggression of the United States of yeah. America right now. Sadly, I live in Canada, and sadly, um, the majority of Simple Words Ministry members are in the United States of America. And sadly, if uh, North Korea and Russia decides to do something, you know, uh, against the United States, well, there goes Canada as well, um, because we're connected. But you know what? We are... And this is one of the reasons why we need to, and I've got to say that I truly enjoyed um, today's um, Prophet's Corners um, um, teaching. You know, we have to go back. I know the prosperity teaching and all that, you know, it sounds wonderful, but you know what? It's now taboo because everybody is doing it. We need to go back to preaching John 3, verse 16. We need to preach Christ. Um, We need to let people know that, um, you know, if they have not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior over their lives, they're going to go to hell and they're going to spend eternity in hell. Because any day now, any day now, Amen. something, you know, can happen because um, President uh, Trump has decided to drop bomb in Syria. But... Um, let us let us you know pray um not just for America but for the world. The Bible said, "If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and heal their land." Um, the Bible says, "I look for a man who would stand in the gap. He couldn't find one. But we are going to continue to stand in the gap. We're going to continue to pray. Amen. We are standing in the gap. We are praying. We're praying for, um, uh, you know, souls to be saved. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know if it's too late to pray, um, you know, for this threat of war um, to turn, you know, to turn around. Um, I see on the news that Canada has sent um, troops over to Iraq. And, um, you know, oh, God Almighty, let us just pray that our family members, our coworkers, our neighbors, our cities, our countries, our planet, just let's just pray for people to be saved at this point. Amen. 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 Um, Again, I would love to pray because I just feel like we can stop anything. God has, if we, at, we repent, find sins, he will heal our land. I am a firm believer in that one. Um, like I said, there's so much going on and so much aggression, and um, wisdom is not being exercised. That's how I feel um, because I just, that's just how I feel. It's like we have a person who had, that is, um, um, I can't use that because that sounds so derogatory, so I'm gonna change that. What I was about to say, but it's just that um, we have to learn wisdom does not wisdom does not come 
overnight. And sometimes we got to understand that wisdom comes by maturity. It's just not by knowledge. You can be a smart See, people understand you can be a dumb fool or a smart fool. Just because you got mm-hmm. book knowledge and just because you have no certain principles. That doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're not a fool. But becoming wise is a balance of knowledge, self-control, balance of knowledge, self-control, and maturity. In other words, you can have all the book sense in the world, but you ain't got mother with and that's I'm going back in time with that. You still do. So. Uh-huh. Amen. That, no that's the Amen. 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 That's the coming out. That, that's, that's my country coming out. So, um, uh, and when I say by country, I'm from a town of 700 folks. Um, so when I, when I say I'm from the country, uh, the town has 700 folks. And because I'm not there right now, it's six ninety nine. It's like <laughs> uh, so that. Uh, uh, but I can tell you from that, tell you from that upbringing, it saved my life tremendously, and I never will forget it. So that being said, let us pray, Father God, right now, watching this son's precious book, forgive me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do unto repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. You are our Father, our El Shaddai, Elohim, and I give you praise. And tonight, Father God, I lift this lesson up to you once more, Father God. And for those who are listening afterwards, Father God, may their hearts be strengthened, may their power, may they take control of their lives, may going through these paths open doors and opportunities that they never thought they would see. May may they may their Sacrifices of a small thing produce big things in their life. I always say a small, something small, something a small act can produce a big impact, and that is what I'm asking for this for these uh, partial fast that's going for uh, currently through this week. God, I ask you to strengthen them. I ask you to lead them what they need to say, what they need to write down, and what they will need to have in order to get breakthrough from you. God, I just thank you right now. Right now, Father God, you're our Abba Father, you're El Shaddai, and you're El Elohim. And Father God, once again, I come to you because you, you're Emmanuel. You walk among us daily. Father God, you see and you know what's going on this planet right now, Father God. So I lift the world to you, Father God. Father God, tonight I ask you to pour out your spirit of peace. Pour out your spirit of truth. Father God, if we're being self-deceived as a country, we do want us to repent because some of us are very much deceived and self-deceived. Father God, we're going to acknowledge tonight, Father God, that there may be the external forces. And as we can tell it from the United States, it might be a couple of external countries that kind of influence our decision-making process, Father God, whether it's picking for our senator states or even just how we operate in our daily lives. And we're going to honestly repent, Father God. And, Father God, we renounce every counterfeit control over our land, over our property, over our authority, Father God. We renounce it and we rebuke it and we send it straight to the pit of hell now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we restore King Jesus over our lives and over this country because he, we lose him because he is the King of kings. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we know, Father God, that every day to pull him down a stronghold, we ask him, Jesus to pull those strongholds down to to 
dethrone every prince and principality that's affecting our lives in a negative way tonight, and that you restore us, Father God. And we're asking, Father God, right now is today. Even though as we go forward, we take personal, we lay our sins on the we lay our sins on the cross, and we put our burdens on the altar. We put our requests, known and unknown, on the altar tonight, Father God. Tonight, I listed the prayer request of the of, of Cleveland, Ohio. And I listened to, for the family that just witnessed their granddad. Oh, yes, Lord. They took blood. I can't understand it. Jesus. This Jesus. man was just minding his business and going home to, from the grocery store. And a man with simple rage. Father God, I ask you to bind up that spirit of rage yes, that's Lord. going across him right now. And send it straight to the pit of hell. And I lose peace. Man. I lose calmness, Father God. Father God, I ask you to send Michael, your archangels, Michael and Gabriel out because we need ministering and we need we need deliverance, Father God. <laughs> Father God, I'm asking you to send them out, Father God. I'm asking you to send your angels or celebrate now that we, you need to celebrate us. I'm asking for angels or adjustment or position so they can put us in position where we need to be. Receive every opportunity of you, Father God. And Father God, right now we're gonna just we're gonna all understand. Father God, we know that you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown. But Father God, we're gonna let you. We're gonna put our. We're gonna lift up even our our disown our influences now, Father God. And so that Father God, you understand what we're you because we know that you understand what we're going through, even when we don't, Father God. But we're crying out to you, O oh Lord, so that you may so that we may seek to keep in heaven, and everything shall be added unto you. So tonight, Father God, I ask you peace for this nation, peace for other countries, because, Father God, people are not understanding the time, Father God. What they're thinking is about to come is not time yet. It's a distraction of what's really going down, Father God. May you open our congressman in the United States. May you just be there. God. I'm putting our president and our vice president and our speaker of the house in your hands. May you do what you need to do with them. May you either, because you set the presence of our country, and we all know that this was done for a reason, because you've always protected us. But, Father God, it also did show us that we need to understand what wisdom is about and that instant gratification may not always produce the result that we need. And, Father God, we also repented. We did not uphold our leaders. But you set forth and we made stumbling blocks, intentionally stumbling blocks for them to falter or have criticism on them, Father God, because I felt like that's what we did. And now, Father God, sometimes you got to let us know what, what what you mean about what protection is and guidance. And, Father God, we're asking for your protection over this country. I don't care who's in office, Father God, because I know you are over everything and everybody. And the trees will cry out to a praise. The rocks will cry out to a praise. And so tonight, Father God, I ask for your protection and your guidance over this country. I ask for your divine will for this country. Father God, I ask your protection of the saints, Father God. I ask your protection of our children tonight, Father God. Because with these praises come more crazy and they attack the vulnerability of others, Father God. May you cheer up our elders and may you may you have angels escort our elders and our children to school and their places where they're going, Father God. And, Father God, may you prick the heart of every intercessor on this planet so that we all may pray on one accord. And the one accord that we're praying tonight is for peace. That is my prayer. 
And I pray this prayer in Northern name. With the Son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 The line is open for anyone who wants to pray. I just thank you, Lord, that I'm learning to lean on you throughout each and every day. And um, thank you that you are the God that you say you are, that uh, you know our every need. And I praise you and thank you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Search me, O God, and know my heart today. (coughs) Try me.
Father, mm-hmm. even now I repent of all my sins, all my transgressions, O oh God. I am asking, O oh God, that you'll blot them out, O oh God. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Mighty God of Daniel, tonight as I come, O oh God, hallelujah, I come on behalf of your people, O oh God, in simple words ministry, O oh God. I come behalf, O oh God, of the nations, O oh God. I come behalf, O oh God, of the United States, O oh God, Canada, O oh God, hallelujah, the Caribbean, O oh God, every continent, O oh God. I come, O oh God, before your throne, and I'm asking, O oh God, that you'll incline, hallelujah, glory to God. I'm asking you, O oh God, to incline your ears, O oh God, unto our cries tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. And glory to God. God tonight. Hallelujah. I place every member of Simple Words Ministry, O oh God, before you right now. Father, you see and you know each and every need, each and every desire, O oh God. And I heard your woman servant said tonight, it is time for us to experience our breakthrough. God, you did promise us, oh God Almighty, accelerated breakthrough in 2017. And God, accelerated means fast. It means now, God. Hallelujah. God, when a car accelerates, it goes from zero, makoshanta, to 60 or some even 90, oh God, in a few seconds oh God and so I am asking you oh God for the manifestation of the words that you've given unto us oh God every person accelerated breakthrough in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach mighty God of Daniel hallelujah you see and you know the needs you see and you know the desires hallelujah on this line oh God tonight you see and you know oh God our shortcomings or shortfalls you see and you know mighty God of Daniel hallelujah what your children oh God are in need of and so father tonight I thank you Lord God hallelujah for accelerated answers hallelujah accelerated manifestation of your promises oh God in the lives of your children mighty God of Daniel hallelujah I pray Lord God almighty for the United States of America tonight. Lord God Almighty, I thank you, Lord God, for the house, oh God. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, oh God, that you have placed, oh God, hallelujah, people, oh God, in the house, oh God, in the Senate, oh God, hallelujah. Lord God, who will help, oh God, hallelujah, to guide, oh God, in the mighty name of Yahushua, mighty God of Daniel, even now, hallelujah. I know, God, that there are some righteous people people, oh God, in the United States of America. There are some prayer warriors, oh God, even on this prayer line alone, God, hallelujah. Lord God, we've got prayer. 
prayer warriors. We've got people, oh God, who believe, oh God, hallelujah, your words. Hallelujah, glory to your holy name that God, you will heal our land, oh God, if, oh God, we pray, hallelujah. And so as we pray tonight, we're asking you to heal the United States of America. We're asking you, oh God, hallelujah, to go in and rearrange what you need to rearrange, oh God. Change what you need to change, oh God, God Almighty. Oftentimes, God, we put ourselves in some situations, oh God, hallelujah. Mighty God, the children of Israel, God, Lord God, they desire a king like other countries, oh God. They could not wait on you, oh God, and they receive Saul, mighty God. Lord God Almighty, we thank you for grace and we thank you for mercy because God, you took the anointing off of Saul and you placed it on David. Mighty God of Daniel, send a David to the United States of America in the mighty name of Yahushua. Send the help, oh God, that is needed, oh God. And Father, even now, God, hallelujah, we understand that your words must be fulfilled. You said in your words that heaven and earth will pass away, but your words will never pass away, oh God. Lord God Almighty, hallelujah, we've heard, oh God, the rumors of war, oh God. We have seen, oh God, hallelujah, the provocation of war, oh God Almighty. And so even now I am asking, Ketora, I am asking God that you'll cover, oh God, your children. Lord God Almighty, hallelujah. God, if you need to take your children first before war breaks out, God, do so, oh God. Take them, oh God, in the mighty name of Yahushua, mighty God of Daniel, even now. I pray, Lord God Almighty, for Canada. I pray, God Almighty, oh God, hallelujah, move, oh God, in North Korea right now in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach. Lord God Almighty, hallelujah. God, we're asking for some changes in that country as well, oh God. Lord God, we pray for Russia tonight, oh God. We pray for Syria tonight, oh God. Lord God, these are your countries, oh God, because the earth is yours and the fullness thereof. And I'm asking you, oh God, to intercede and intervene. We pray tonight for Iraq, oh God. We pray tonight for Iran, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord God Almighty, let there be healing on the land in the mighty name of Yahushua. God, tonight, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, that your ears are not deaf, oh God, to my cries, oh God. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, hallelujah, that you said that I should call upon you and you would you would answer and show me great and mighty things. You said, God, whatever I ask in the mighty name of Yahushua HaMashiach, that it shall be given, it shall be done. And so tonight I pray, God Almighty, mm. Oh, God, for peace, oh, God. God, I pray, Lord God, hallelujah, for the peace of Israel, oh, God, for Jerusalem, oh, God. I pray, God Almighty, for peace in the mighty name of Yahushua. Mighty God of Daniel, glory to God. Oh, God, the Palestinians, God, that are, are, are on a hunger strike, oh, God. I'm asking you, oh, God, to move, oh, God, to intercept, oh, God, the plans and the plots and the ploys and the decoys 
cause of the enemy, oh God, in the mighty name of Yahushua, mighty God of Daniel tonight, hallelujah, and God, the earth is quaking, the earth, oh God, is mourning, the earth is in need, oh God, of your intervention, oh God, and so I call upon you in the mighty name of Ben Yahweh tonight, El Elyon, I call upon you, oh God, to hear and to answer prayers, I call upon you to intervene on the behalf of your children in the mighty name of Yahushua. Lord God Almighty, tonight I thank you, oh God, for hearing our cries. I thank you, Lord God Almighty, hallelujah, oh God, for healing our land, oh God. I thank you, oh God Almighty, hallelujah, oh God, that you're still our Abba Father. You hear our cries, oh God, and you have mercy upon us, oh God Almighty. We bless you tonight. We worship you tonight. We glorify you, oh God Almighty. Lord God, tonight, hallelujah. Oh God, I pray against generational curses, oh God. Lord God, tonight I intercede. Oh God, on behalf, oh God, of those, oh God, battling, oh God, whether it's sicknesses or poverty or whatever it is, God, that are caused, oh God, by generational curses, oh God. Lord God, we renounce, oh God, every generational curse. We renounce every word curse, oh God. We renounce, oh God Almighty, the residues, oh God, that has been passed out on into our generation, oh God. And Father God, even now I speak, oh God, release from curses, release from generational curses, release from word curses, oh God. I speak release, oh God, over our lives, over our children's lives, our grandchildren's lives to a thousand generation. In the mighty name of Yahushua, mighty God of Daniel, I thank you, Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. Oh God, that God, yes, God. The enemy thought, oh God, that he had us, oh God, hallelujah. My God, we thank you that you sent Jesus Christ of Nazareth to die on the cross for each and every one of us, oh God. For our past sins, oh God, going back all the way to the Garden of Eden, oh God. And even, oh God, our present and future sins, oh God, hallelujah. Anything, God, that would cause generational and word curses, oh God, to manifest in our lives, oh God. God, we thank you, Lord God, for Jesus. We thank you for removing them, oh God, from our lives, from our bloodlines, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel tonight, I am asking, oh God, that the fire of the Holy Spirit will burn out, will burn out, hallelujah, the plans, the plots, the ploys, the decoys, the assignment of the enemy, oh God, against your children. In the mighty name of Yahushua, I pray tonight. Lord God, have your way in our lives, oh God. Lord God, lead us, oh God. Guide us, oh God. Protect oh God. Prosper us, oh God Almighty. In the mighty name of Yahushua, I pray tonight. I call it done knowing that you are the prayer answering God. I call it done knowing that you can do anything but fail. I call it done because I know that you are faithful, oh God Almighty. Lord God, you told us that we've got power, oh God, in our tongue, oh God. You told us, God, that we can call those things that are not as though they were, oh God. And so 
out tonight as we pray and decree and declare, mighty God. I thank you, O oh God Almighty, hallelujah, oh God, for manifestations, oh God. Father, tonight I pray, oh God, for those who are sick and afflicted, oh God. I pray tonight, oh God, for those especially, oh God, battling, oh God, the spirit of diabetes, oh God, the spirit of cancer, oh God, the spirit of lupus, oh God. Mighty God of Daniel, I place these diseases, oh God, these spirits, oh God. I place them on the altar before you in the mighty name of Yahushua, Amashiach. And Father God Almighty, I ask, oh God, that you will send the fire of the Holy Spirit, oh God, to burn out every sickness, oh God, every disease, oh God, from the lives of your children in the mighty name of Yahushua. Mighty God of Daniel, I command, oh God, hallelujah, oh God, blood levels, oh God, hallelujah, to normalize in the name of Jesus. I command, hallelujah, mm cancer cells to dry up, oh God, and flush out of the lives of your people's body, oh God, hallelujah, now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command Makoshanta, Lord God Almighty, that spirit of lupus, oh God, hallelujah, to die by the fire of the Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Yahushua Hamashiach, mighty God of Daniel, hallelujah, I thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that you were your son God Almighty was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Mighty God of Daniel, I thank you for healing, oh God. I thank you for deliverance tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I bless you. I worship you, oh God. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name I pray tonight, and I thank you, oh God, for the opportunity, oh God, to approach your throne room, oh God. I thank you, Lord God, that you incline your ears unto me tonight, oh God. And I thank you, Lord God, that we shall see the victory, oh God, because, Lord God, victory belongs to your children tonight. We worship you. We glorify you, oh God, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God.
May our minds have peace. As we too, as we go to sleep tonight, may we have a peaceful sleep. May we have renewing sleep, Father God. May we have as we may you use this time to prepare us for our next day and then prepare us for the opportunities that we have ahead. And Lord, as we seek a blessing and as I quote Psalm quote number six, twenty four through the twenty seven verse. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. See you guys, angels, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Love you all. See you tomorrow night. Good night, everyone. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Love you, daughter. Love you, pastor. Love you, everybody. Love you, too, prophet. God bless everyone. Love you guys. God bless you. Love you
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.